Hello, today is July 22nd, and we're back. The second half of MLB baseball, narrow it down, Yankees baseball, has started two games versus the New York Mets. One game got rained out. Domingo Aceves' whole career happened in two days so far. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Is that how you say his last name? Acevedo. Yeah, I'll brush that up in post. I'll just cut it out. Oh, it's weird. It was a weird twist. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Didn't see it coming. All right, well, today is, uh, I already said the date. Shut up, Jimmy. I'm rusty. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey. Jersey Shore, and I have my co-host, Jake. Coming to you from Denver, this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you, to you by, for... it's actually, Jake, brought to you by, we have no no new Patreons since the All-Star break. Everyone was busy enjoying the break, I understand, so I'm going to just read out three uh, old patrons, double dip. Joseph Pierce, he brought you this episode along with William Holiday and Brian Kaufman. Thank you, guys. Uh, if you want to sponsor an episode, next episode, have me read your name, support the show, you go to patreon.com slash talkingyanks. $2 a month gets you, what does it get you, Jake? It gets you live access, early access, video access, and your name in a drawing to win a uh, jersey from affordablejerseys.com. You can win, uh, say, okay, 12 months are in a year, $2 a month. What's that? $2 a month and you're lost. Times 12, $24. Bingo. Yahtzee. You can get 12 jerseys, which are 200 or $120 for $24. You can win every month. $2, you're entered to win a jersey, and you get to see some bonus footage and stuff. So it's $2. You buy, you buy stupid stuff every day. All of you. All of you. Well, all right, good. I'm glad that's done. How you doing, dude? Uh, it feels like forever. I Dude, I was... Ugh. I wish you didn't reach out to me in the, the Patreon. I was ready to give a good morning, Vietnam. Because I, I, watched, I watched the Robin Williams Did you really? last night. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say you watched Good Morning Vietnam. I watched the Robin Williams documentary, and I can't really talk about it much on here because I just did an entire episode on Six Pack Cinema, my movie podcast, about that documentary. Right. So. right. Yeah. So I haven't killed myself yet, but it was pretty good. Went to a big doodle romp in Vail. Say that again? Colorado. Say that again? I went went to a big doodle romp in Vail. I'm picturing it's like a thing where everyone brings their doodle dog? Correct. Yeah. That's what that's what you did? Yeah. It's did- like a it's like a get together with a bunch with, with with a bunch of different doodles, golden doodles, labradoodles. We all bought the same kind of dog. Let's hang out. I had a good Yeah. That's exactly. It seems doggish, dude. Like do, do- Oh yeah, it's totally dog racist. That seems so. That like, is Doodle more happy in the company of other Doodles? Well, dude, it's kind of like half. You have you you it's see any you see you any? You do this for any dog. Like, you, there's like golden retriever meetups and like uh, any dogs do this. It's like, oh, we got the same dog together. Yeah, that's but, what, that's what. But wait, I, I see. 
Where are you going? Did Tonight? you okay. were there any complete lemons of doodles? Like because it's a uh, like like posers? No, no, no. Like completely like shit the bed. Like that's a doodle. Your dog. That's not what. They completely look different than the rest of the doodles. No, man, that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> like they fucked up the breeding process. Like, oh no. Yeah, no, it's like science and stuff. But I mean, there's the, albino the, black people. So what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Let me continue to talk. You don't know anything about Doodle Run. Here's the moment of levity that you you need and that everyone deserves. So we're at this Doodle Run. It's in Vail, Colorado, which is like yuppie capital USA. Dogs are having a blast. So get off, get off that. The dog had a great time. Racist. And that's what it's racist. all about. It's it's about the kids, man. So <laughs> so I was I made a couple of good jokes because because you make you know, jokes. We, we were some of the younger people there, so I was making some of those jokes. So <laughs> there's this group of like three little kids in Colorado riding bikes. One's got like a Harvard shirt on. Like they're they're punks, but they're like the Vail punks. So they come biking through the park. They're probably they're between ten and fourteen. I have no idea kids' ages anymore. Nice. And so so one of the kids comes up to me and he goes, Hey, why are all these dogs poodles? And I, uh, I kind of looked at him, and I was like, <laughs> I don't really know, man. I don't see color. It's, it's just <laughs> you, you get older, you, you start doing different stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> I laughed because I was like, there, there really is no good answer. But this is something people do, like across the country. This is a thing. People get their breeds of dog together because it's like a better Instagram picture. And anyone, like anyone show up with their doodle and then their second dog, which is like a hot dog dog. And they're like, well, I had to bring both of them. And you're like, there no. Was a there was a couple other miscellaneous dogs. They weren't rude to the other dogs. I think you got to be a hard and fast rule. Like, you can't bring your other dog. No, then, then it becomes a uh -oh. problem. It becomes a problem. Right? You but, broke up. So this was, this, was the funny, this, was the, this was the funny thing that, that Jess mentioned afterwards. So these little kids are cruising, and they, they have this question on their mind. They're riding bikes. And so they're like, okay, why are all these dogs doodles, right? Mm-hmm. And so they looked in the crowd, and they were like, who can we possibly ask this question to? So they asked and they were the like, dogs? oh, there's a young guy in, like, a jersey hanging out. He'll, he'll, he'll have the answer to this. We'll be satisfied with that. They come up to me. I'm basically dumbfounded. Like, I don't really know, dude. I'm just trying to get by day to day, <laughs> make my dog happy. And then they were disappointed, and they should be scared of growing up now. So that was... That was Talking Yanks. Thank you, guys. Subscribe, rate, rate review. Uh, we'll be four, back four. next week. Good app. Good episode. All right. Okay. Well, that was Talking Dogs. Sorry for people that hate doodles. Really. Whoa. One guy out there just absolutely hates doodles. Like, I wouldn't even want to listen. I wouldn't A lot even of people, to... dude. Yeah, it's weird. Well, because people are like, no, we're not doing this. Let's talk Yanks. Let's talk Yanks. <laughs> Yanks Mets. Yanks Mets. They played two Let's games. Play series, dude. Big. What? Subway Series, yeah. so big. Before we get into that, do you have any thoughts or words on the home run derby and all-star game? Judge hit a home run first at bat. That was, like, really awesome. Severino caught it. Severino pitched well. Home run derby, Bryce and Schwarber, that was, like, the, the final they needed for, like, the derby. Like, if it was, if it was yeah. Muncie Bregman, like, I, I probably would have turned it off. Yeah. It was, it was good action, too. Um, even the baseball game itself was good. I heard like all the ratings and stuff were down, but two million less than last year when Judge was in it. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, 
let's not just pin it on him. But I judge like Gary Giancarlo. Big Daddy. The the games ratings itself were down, but I think they were saying a lot of that's also tied to just like TV numbers going down in general and blah blah blah. And it's the baseball All Star game. It doesn't matter. I don't know, but it was like entertaining if you like baseball and stuff. I like that they mic'd up. Softball game. I like that they mic'd up players and Buck was just talking to players. Like a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah, I liked it. Give me more of that. Oh yeah. Some people did were you, duds, did, but some were good. Dude, did you? Oh, dude, this is so cool. So they were like, "Oh, guys, Mike Trout. He loves the weather." Oh, this is. Oh, you guys are gonna love this. Mike Trout, best one of the best players ever. He's a weather guy. I I remember when that started, where someone posted on Reddit or Twitter, like, "Yo, I think Mike Trout like likes the weather," and it was like this like scavenger hunt they did because he never said himself, "I like the weather." And it was kind of funny and interesting. Like, whoa, is his hobby like the weather? People were like, look who he follows. Look what he likes. Look at all this. And, you know, they dug it up. And then once Trout came out and said, yeah, I like the weather, that should have been the end of all Trout weather stuff. Instead, they're pushing it as like this super cool thing. It drives me nuts, man. I had a couple angry tweets about it. But the three biggest things from this All-Star weekend, Bryce Harper won the home run derby. Cool. It was in his hometown. Dad, Dad pitching to him. Yeah. Great. Number two, Mike Trout loves the weather. How cool is that? We advertise our big stars, guys. Mike Trout loves the weather. My girlfriend's dad loves the weather. I ask him every morning, what's the weather? And he knows right away. And it's actually very convenient. So I'm sure that in the clubhouse, Trout liking the weather is convenient for the players. Helps helps the guys. Super cool. Trout's super liberal with the weather and like how he gets his weather information, but refuses to share his hitting tips. Third story from All-Star Weekend, Brewer stud reliever hater, giant racist sexist bad guy. Got a, so, got a standing ovation in Milwaukee when he returned. Like, we support you. We're here. Weird, yeah. No, it's bad. Like, bad. shouldn't do that. But I, we're not going to talk about that situation yeah, at all on Talking Yanks. Just, just like, come on, baseball. Do, do better. But it was like good if you liked baseball. So yeah. Judge's home run was cool. Um, that's about what it. happened with what happened with the Yanks. Frazier got sent down. Drury's back up. Frazier got a concussion, and they moved him up to the MLB disabled list instead of keeping him on the minor league disabled list. And no one really knows why. And they said the Yankees are going to come out and explain why tomorrow, Monday, whenever you're listening to this, Monday. So I'm actually curious because none of the I've never seen I haven't seen any of the beat reporters or anyone in any like anywhere like guess or like it's because of this. So I'm, yeah, they took it off the seven day DL and made it the ten day too, because there's a seven day concussion DL. So hopefully it's something weird. I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. It's really really shitty break for uh, Clint. Yeah, um, that's a that's kind of been a theme. <laughs> we had some other roster moves, but some of them we'll get into after game one because they all happened in yeah. between game one and game two. So do you want to burn game one? I'll set the stage. Yankees were playing the Mets at Yankee Stadium. Okay, stage is set. Are you ready to burn? Am I ready to burn? Yeah, I'll, I'll try to. I don't, I don't have a great burn for this one, and it's probably because this game hurt a lot of people's souls. Good preview. Good preview. <laughs> First game back from the second half, and you're going to just totally blow it? Kinda, man. I got, I got rushed. I was excited for another baseball game tonight. People are counting on you. This stuff doesn't just happen. All right, here we go. On your mark, get set, burn. 
First game after the All-Star break, Subway Series, wow! Friday night baseball, Noah Syndergaard, Thor versus the Bingo. Sunday on a Friday, Herman, and we needed a good start from him. He didn't bring it. Let's go to the top of the first. Ass crash, <laughs> Triple Cabrera, double to right, RBI. Conforto, double to right, RBI. Joey Bats, great to see you, old friend. RBI double, it's 3-0 Mets, top one. Domingo Herman has a 90 ERA in the first inning. Let's jump to the third, it's 3-0 Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo Ma, Yo-Yo Cespedes, 4-0 Mets. Okay, bottom three. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. The Yanks are hitting the ball well. Giancarlo sack fly, 4-1. Okay, top five. Oh, it's happening again. Conforto single, RBI. Mezrasco, that's fun to say. RBI, single shallow left. It's 6-1. All right, Disco Neal, bottom six. RBI double. It's six to three. We got a hit with runners in scoring position. That's the Yankees' biggest problem, Jim. Don't you know? Don't Bottom you know. eight, Serditi, double to left. Six to four. Stanton ground out to short. It's six five Yanks. We're going to win this game. We're hitting the ball all over the park. Top nine, AJ Cole gives up a sack fly to Conforto. Seven five Mets. They close it out. This uh, the Yankees lose seven to five. I'll I'll stop the the bad burn there and and wait till I get my real thoughts out. Or can I get my thoughts out, Jim? Do it. I got some weird ones. Skip me. Get all your thoughts out, buddy. I got some weird ones. Let's hear them. Um, I don't know. I've had some crushes on old Spanish teachers. No. Um, Mr. Cato. You and you and me, <laughs> you and me are big proponents of you know you can't like jinx the team. Or, you know, if you tweet something, it, it doesn't affect the game. But, like, people are going to get all over you like, oh, my God, dude, how can you say something like that? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I'm a big proponent of common sense. Huge fan of it. Thomas Paine, great, great literature. This was the first time, like, I've been on my couch just, like, trying to will something to happen. Oh, just well, because I'm a fan of so that. Fun. But, like, I normally don't do that. That's what I'm saying. And I was just like uncomfortable on my couch, like, ah, just. And then my mind started going to look like Looney Tunes, like. So Greg Bird had that really good at bat, uh, bottom nine. It was like the twelve pitch at bat. He ended up grounding out uh, in the shift to short second or whatever. Yep. But he fouled off like pitch eight, and my mind, I literally lost control of my mind because he gave like this power look. Well, obviously Greg Bird, that Adam's apple. But he gave this power look after he fouled it off. And he's like, I'm locked in. And, dude, I saw, like, my head flash forward. And this game turned into a Yes Network, like, instant classic overnight. Wow. Like, Greg, Greg Bird put together the perfect at bat. The Yankees got it going. They had this crazy rally. The stadium went bonkers. Subway series. Something crazy happened. People are throwing beers. And then he grounded out to second. And I was just like, where? what am I doing right now? I like lost control of myself. It's called being a being a a, a, a fan, Jake. Come on, you were finally you were finally rooting for the Yanks. <laughs> About damn time. <laughs> uh, Disco Neal with two RBI double. Still don't want him around. You want to talk about Herman? Let's save him. I'm just, I, how about we talk about this? Someone, Sam from uh, uh, Orlando, Magic Sand is his new nickname because he's a big Magic fan. Yeah. He DM'd me and said, dude, do you remember when you said that your biggest hot take was that Herman is the same as – is one notch better than Sessa, but everyone's acting like he's he's not. And I said that back when people were like, Herman needs to start. Herman needs to start. Now, Herman, did – I'm pretty much right. What do you think? Herman and Sessa so far have shown 
signs of brilliance and people I saw I had someone tell me Sessa never showed signs of brilliance. He had like a three point four ERA in his first eight starts in 2016 and people were like Sessa's gonna turn it around next year and he's gonna be really good. Um and Herman's the same way. It's like all this potential and then just don't trust him. So now Herman is being sent down for Sessa. We can talk about that. And uh I'm the I'm the smartest person in the world. You're the smartest person in the world. I'm glad we glad we got that out of the way early in the unanimous two zero decision. Um, no. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, we've. I, I don't want to say we've been given negative takes. Maybe one of the worst things that happened. At, this is like bad sports radio, but like Herman's first start being that good might have been a bad thing. Might have given him too much of a leash. Like, is I... that too like is that too hot takey? No, like I agree with you, actually. I agree with you. I think he shouldn't have got this start. So that's what this was. I mean, I think this was kind of a last audition. Hey, we're playing the Mets first game after the All-Star break. If you can put another, you know, six-inning, 8K game out there, this could be good for us as the Yankees or whether it's a trade or whatever it is. But, yeah, I mean, they, they sent him down right after the game. I was... So what does, that, what does that tell you? His leash... His leash coming into the second half was <laughs> one one start one potential bad start against the Mets, which I don't know. That's it's not good. I was really excited. Not excited is the wrong word. I was really happy that Boone right away instantly we sent him down. Like they did it, band aid, pull it off. He's sent down. I would have been really and I would have been really mad if they said we're gonna get, he's gonna get one more start because they haven't done the middle ground. Every time you think, like, is someone getting another start? Boone says it right away. He's getting another start. Sonny has been there. Herman's been there. And I thought maybe, okay, maybe he won't be adamant about him getting a start. We'll see. we got to weigh our options. We're going to write it out. No, Band-Aid right away. He's, he's not getting another start. I think that was necessary. Sess is not the long-term answer. I think Sess has got one game here, and he could throw a, a perfect game, and I don't think he's going to get another start, whether it's a trade by then or justice. That's... That's how I th- see it working out. But um, what was so it? We do the Justice Sheffield conversation right now. I, I was I I didn't think they were going to bring him up. Like I leaned that he wouldn't see this year because innings limit, bringing him up in the middle of this starting pitching starved division race with all the hype. That's so much pressure to put on a kid. And you have to, and you have to wiggle the forty man to get him on. I think, or there might be a spot open, but you have to put him on the forty man. So I thought there was just too many obstacles that said just let it be. But Boone said he's very close. Jack Curry, who's basically gospel to me sometimes, says he thinks he's gonna be up here. So, so now I'm leaning like, okay, maybe we will see justice. And with the innings limit, he will just be that Jaime Garcia trade we made last year. Like we just need a guy to go out there. And gave us innings every fifth days. We're not counting on Justice to be in the playoffs because he's probably going to have be in an innings limit or be a stud in the playoffs because you can't do that. There's no guarantee that Justice Sheffield is better than Herman right now. There's there's promise and there's some there's some stats that forecast it, but there's no guarantee. Right. There's there's a lot of rumors that Sheffield could come up if he does good. He could be that like weapon out of the bullpen that teams crave now in the playoffs that they they think is a 
if if your relievers having like or your starting pitcher has a bad first two innings, like have another starter ready to go. That's that's almost like a new baseball thing. Cardinals did that with like Waka and stuff, right? Like he came up at the end of the year and then as a starter, and then they went yeah, to the was, bullpen for the playoffs. They did that with Carpenter too, I think. It was it was supposed to be David Price last year for the Red Sox when he came back after injury. Chad Green was like, if you heard Joe Buck calling a Yankees game, it'd be like, yes, secret, get to learn this guy, secret weapon out of the Well, and it was David Price in 2008. Like, he was a prospect. He got called up and helped out in the playoffs. And that's, yeah, that's like a new thing. Everyone wants their, like, new wildcard weapon. Even, well, we we normally just saw it in, like, winning World Series games that you use another starter for, like, three innings, like a Verlander or Kershaw, something like that. Now teams, like, crave that, which is pretty wild. Um, yeah, it's either the biggest smoke screen ever <laughs> and Cashman, Cashman's going full Obi-Wan Kenobi and they're going to trade Sheffield <laughs> and they're just saying all these quotes like he's coming up. But dude, it's, this is where I think you and I agree on this with pitchers. Cause I know you, you'd rather go pay for pitchers once they're established. Cause young guys can be tough. But when you have a young guy who's this hyped, who's a lefty that would be at Yankee stadium, which is which is a thing, and he's gotten this far. He's at the Futures game. He's in AAA. He's doing really well now. It seems like there's too much momentum. Like, they, they're they going to see him in pinstripes. Mm-hmm. And I put so, out a tweet that I said, is if he gets called up and makes his debut at Yankee Stadium in the middle of this divisional race, I was like, when's the last time that's happened? A lot of people said Severino in 2015, which is a correct answer. Severino was really, really hyped. They called him up in the middle of that race with Toronto. But for some reason – it just doesn't feel the same to me. This feels like the fan base is much hungrier and active now because we've last year. Um, then 2015, it was still like, I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of like a boring franchise, to be honest. Reaching. It was, it was, it wasn't Yankees trying to win the World Series. It was Yankees hoping to make the playoffs. Yeah. And, um, I think it, I think it's, I think it's crazy situation. It's, and if he comes up in that and thrives, like, Jabba did it in 2008 as a reliever, and it was fucking so electric when Jabba yeah. would come out of the mound in 2008. Now, not, the rest of his career, throw it out the window. But that 2008 Jabba, up until the Bugs in Cleveland, was amazing. Pressure-filled rookie, weird-ass name. Stottlemyer, 64. Someone, he did it. Someone responded that. Oh, yeah, Stottlemyer, 64. Oh, sorry, man. Forgot about that one. <laughs> that's awesome. It's like, hey, hey, I really hope that's right, and that's cool if you remember that, but come on about it. Come on about it. I was also someone get they kept giving me non Yankees and I was like, Oh my god, I'm a Yankees fan tweeting for Yankees fans. I don't give a fuck about the Royals. Yeah, Brandon Finnegan, shout out. Yeah. I mean it was hard. I was just like, Oh, I don't care about that at all. He's but you. If they bring Sheffield up, that's gonna be wild and exciting. Someone said, What about Johnny Lasagna? I was like, What? Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Lasagna could have went 0. 0.0 innings pitch with ten earned runs, and people would have been like, Yep, well, what'd you expect? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. People like the shirt. Hey, people bought that shirt. It's a great shirt. So, all right. So, I'm glad Herming, Domingo's down. Sessa with the next start. Sessa's had his last game was good. He's been throwing his ass off in the minors, pitching really well. Is he the answer? No. Can he maybe get us through one game? Uh... Imagine if he was the answer. Fucking imagine. So, no, it would be, no, be nuts if Sessa figures it out and does – good Yankees Twitter is going to be insufferable with any pitcher because they're going to have this enormous leash because they're going to go oh Sevy struggled at first Sessa struggled at first and it's going to be like guys 
Oh, dude. Remember last time Sessa started two times ago versus the Phillies, and I tweeted out, imagine if Sessa throws like a seven-inning seven shutout, becomes a stud, and people didn't – like it's it spread to Yankees fans that didn't follow me, so didn't know – like obviously that's a sarcastic tweet and not like, oh, guys, imagine if this happens. Could be cool. And I just got ripped on, and I was like so frustrated. Good. So we can't say imagine if Sessa becomes a stud as a joke because people don't – Dumbest care. man alive. No, 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 no. It was unanimously voted two to nothing, smartest man alive, me. Um, all the doodles voted no, so that was like 50 no's. So. I'd, I'd never get their vote. I didn't cater to them at all. Yeah, I, I didn't even try to get their vote. Uh, do we, I guess we – do we bring up the other Domingo now, or do you got something for him? Buddy Ace. Domingo uh, – how do you say his last name? I butchered Domingo him. Acevedo. Acevedo. Um, yeah, I mean that's got a bummer. called up. It kind of like weirded everyone out. Well, it was his turn to pitch, so he could give them the most innings and because he's a starter, and it was his turn to pitch. So, like, it, it all fell into place that way. Called him up, tell the heartbreaking uh, – uh, uh, not heartbreaking, but like a tear-struggling, tear-pulling, whatever you call it, story about him finding tear out – tear-jerking, telling his mom they're crying together, sits in the bullpen for one day, gets sent right back down. I mean, life's tough, but it's a business. Number number seven Yankees prospect. It was kind of funny because there wasn't like the full story behind it yet. So people were like, okay, like does Cashman fully just believe in all this youth and we're just going to start rolling with the punches? And then it's like, no, 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 no. Could have been anyone. Literally could have, that had nothing to do with his abilities at all. Like just had to do with who's ready to pitch. Okay. Call him up. And he was That's on. That's what the- I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping for. Just, just everyone's available, unavailable until you. Yeah, he's ready. I'd be, I'd be, I'd just like, oh, no, I'm busy. Sorry. It's, I can't do it. Can't do it. I got dinner plans, man. Yeah, I'm out. What else we got to talk about? Oh, here's another thought I had on Dude, the whole we Domingo's. Talk about this. We haven't really talked about the game, which was like this heartbreaking hit parade by the Yankees where they couldn't score runs against the Mets that were seemingly trying to lose. I have one more point about her Domingo Herman. Okay. If they started him again, that would have sent a really bad message to the clubhouse. There's quotes from Houston Astros last year because they didn't get Verlander at the deadline. They didn't get anyone at the deadline. And I forget who said it. Maybe Bregman or maybe one of the Astros players was like, dude, like, what are you doing? Go get us some help. We need we need stuff. You didn't do anything at the deadline to make us better. So players think about that shit. And if they sent Herman out again, and he didn't have, like, a lights-out game, which was very, 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 very possible that he doesn't, that sends a bad message to the clubhouse. Cashman is at the point where and, – and I think he is. This, I'm not knocking Cashman. But he has to show the team, like, I'm fighting for you to get better. I'm trying to do everything I can to get you guys better. He needs to do a lot more in the coming weeks. But that was a good sign saying, okay, no more of that. Yeah, and CC came out with the classic veteran quote today where he was like, yeah, you know, we, 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 any any help would be welcome, but if not, we, we've got the guys here that we could do it with. But, like, you could almost tell in the quote, like, it was too generic. <laughs> like, you have, you have to liven that quote up, like, a little bit and just be like, these are my guys, man. These are my guys. He just literally did the generic, like, paper <laughs> cookie cutter quote. If, if these are the guys that we have left, then we're, we're going to do it. <laughs> he, no, Cece said um... – that he 100% believes Cashman's going to make a move. But he like he like backed down on that, dude. 
But he he said like if these are the guys were okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, on, I guess you have to say that, but you have to, but you can't. You almost can't say the first and the second. Yeah, but he did because he's he's CC. All right, this game. What do you want to talk about? Herman dug us into a hole. Warren gave up two more runs. From then on, the Yankees won five to three. They left a man on base every single inning. They did push, which is nuts. It's nuts, but Aaron Boone, Katie Sharp. A lot of logical people. The goal is to put men on base every single inning. If you score those men every single inning, you're unreal. You're the monsters. You are like a you are not a real baseball team. If you score them five out of nine, you're very, very, very good. Like if you put men on base every inning and you score them, and five of those innings you score runs, you're a very, very good offensive baseball team. So, you're going to leave men on base. The idea is to get them on base. The Yankees struggle with it. I, I went through a whole thing on Twitter with this guy about how runners in scoring position stats don't correlate to wins because they, they're so fugazi. I, like, I explained the whole thing. I was like, okay, so one team goes three for six with runners in scoring position, and they score five runs. The other team goes four for 14 they score eight runs. You're looking at like 500 with runners in scoring position versus 300 with runners in scoring position. The three or whatever, 200, the 200 teams scored more runs. It's just, it's just like, a, it's not an accurate stat, but everyone loves to lean on it heavily. You got some Turkey math going on right now. Um, it, it was, it's right now. It's kind of a, a chink in the armor, but barely. You can go four for ten. You can go four for ten and score four runs. You can go two for ten and score eight runs. Any way in between. Very true. Very true. Um, you always would like to score with runners on base. I think that's what we just said. I think the part that hurts is like every team has these games over the course of a season. It it just stung extra, and it started throwing your logic out the window. Because it was the first game after the All-Star break, and it was the Mets, who they're pitching bullpen guys. Giselman, or whatever his name is, is setting his career pitching limit because the Mets have just traded their closer yeah. and the, after just having a terrible inning. And the Mets booted like and, a thousand balls. Rosario wasn't even trying at short. They were trying to hand us the game, and the Yanks didn't take it. And it just it seemed like it was building up El, that Elgari at bat. Oh, Gary came up. They intentionally walked. Bird, I can to, barely... get, Bird to get to Gary? Uh, he, they intentionally walked Hicks to, to get, get to Gary. Gary. Okay. Which, again, if you know my stance, that it's kind of crazy how the season has developed. But it was this buildup. Like, Gary Sanchez could have thrown away the whole first half of the season with one swing of the bat and, like, gotten this Yankee train going. And then that didn't happen. And then everyone was kind of looking around like, a what? We, we, we should win this game. This is the Mets. Um, and then I, I said the one random thing, which was kind of popular on Twitter. And again, like my full logic was going out the window because people were saying, why throw AJ Cole in the last inning when it was a one-run game? And I came to you and I was kind of like, man, there's part of me that would have liked to see D-Rob or Chappie there. Oh, we'll get to Chapman later. Um, just because that kind of would have been Boone's like, uh, shot across the bow to the team like, yo, this is a one-run game against the Mets. We're burning one of our good arms because this is a game we have to win. And I get that, and part of me loves that. But at the same time, like you mentioned, they have 20 games in 20 days coming up or whatever it is. 
so yeah, that, there's a little back and forth there. But yeah, it was just it was just tough because it's a game that normally you say, whoa, there's there's five of these a year that you're just going to kind of dominate a baseball game, but you're not going to get the W. But that first game after the break, it was just tough. I mean, and the Yankee fans went wild. Like I'd never seen oh, yeah. more. Well, I guess we're a wild card team after the first game of the second half. Do you remember the first game of the second half last year? Think, put on your hats to last year's season, all right? You got them on? Last year's season. Now remember the game where Matt Holiday came back from the DL and hit a game-tying home run to make it 1-1 to off Craig Kimbrell over the Green Monster on a Chris Sale start. We were losing one nothing. Holiday hits the tying run 1-1. to I think we went on, I don't know if we went on a win or lose, actually. Now think of how deep that was into the season last year. It doesn't even feel like the back end, because it's not. Because we still have two-plus months to play. Um, so I, it was it was wild to see the overreaction. I kind of threw it back in their face with Game 2 when Sonny had one good inning. Like, oh, great, division's locked up. We don't need any more trades. Because when we had one bad inning with Herman, it was, oh, everything's terrible, wild card team, and we'll probably lose that. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Herman's pretty bad, and I don't like him. But Jesus Christ. You want to go to game two? I think we have to. All right. Burn of game two. Is this one going to be better? I thought your last one was pretty good. This is is the better one. Wow. Tough sell. Now you got to live up to that height. There's some – I'll I'll, I'll see if any of the the listeners end up finding out my hints to if if I have a well-prepared burn or not. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That was was weird. That was weird. Okay. Game two. Game two. On your mark. Do you like when I say on your market set burn, or do you like when I say one, two, three, burn? I don't know. I'm, I'm usually focusing on what I'm about to say, so I don't really listen. Oh, what if I said one, get set, three, burn? Oh, man. Freaked me out. On your mark? Is that the start? On your mark, <laughs> get, on your mark get set, burn. Sonny Graber, Steven Matz in a game the Yankees needed to win. Otherwise, the season was decidedly over by the internet. A lot of action, deep breath. Conforto solo shot, one nothing Mets to the fourth. Didi RBI triple, Andujar RBI double, Bird RBI double, Romine RBI single. Yankees can't score without the home run. Top six, Los Mets fight back. Rosario RBI single, Joey Bat scores on a D-Rob thrown error. It's 4-3 Yanks. Bird RBI single, the judge demands a 407-foot home run, his 26th of the year. Romine RBI ground out, 7-3 Yanks after nine. Chapman in, it's a snoozer. Oh my God, he can't throw a strike. He walks in a run. RBI hit batsman, 7-5, bases loaded, no outs. Jason Shreven from the bullpen make it stop. Double play ball, one run scores, 7-6. Okay, okay, okay. Tapper back to Shreve. That man is a hero. Yankees win, 7-6. Whoa, let's go Yanks. That man is a hero good line it's a good line anyone ever said that about you no me neither cool this was a fun game and i'm save someone's life who did in like a jersey beach town who did john cram our friend that our listeners have no idea who is yes he saves he saved someone's life in lavalette in the lavalette nuts nuts from like a drowning person in the ocean help me i'm drowning okay swim to shore i'm a bad swimmer i'm I'm, like, happy I wasn't there. We should make a video when you come out here, go in the ocean together. I think it would have been two dead bodies out there. Oh, I didn't even tell the story on this podcast. I told it on Laughs from the Past of when the the sea ray swam into me in the ocean. 
Yeah. Well, go listen to Laps from the Past if you want to hear when I got attacked yeah. by a seagrave in the ocean. Attacked, he says. Attacked. You ever been attacked by a seagrave? Bless your knee twice. Call him skates. Uh, back of my leg, not my knee. Dick. My biggest running thing is literally thank God we won this game. It'd be a depression pit. Especially with tonight's rain out. It'd be like the band Passion Pit if they all had mono and we're just playing like a dreadful, dreadful show, like no vibes, no fun. And someone was like, Passion Pit, more like Depression Pit. I literally get like I give myself a smile like every 15 minutes, just literally recapping because the hours keep adding up. I, I originally tweeted five hours after the game. I was like. Yo, literally so happy the Yankees won because the world would be like a, a worse place for me. Like, I wouldn't be as happy. I literally couldn't go on Twitter. I would have been like starting Twitter fights. Yeah, let's cancel the season. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, should we trade Chapman now? Like, I literally would have went full nut job. I was, uh, your tweet like sent me back because I was giddy. Like, that was hilarious that Chase and Treve came in and got out of it. So many jokes, such a fun time. We had to laugh about it. The best. And then you said, imagine if Chase and Shreve didn't come through and we lost that game and how miserable right now would be. And it, it hit me like a teenage girl hearing like a deep song for the first time. Just, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Can't even imagine. And I was like, fuck. And then with the rain out now, woo, baby, we'd be sad. We'd be sad. There'd be like sad rain jokes. We'd probably, know, we'd probably but... get no one tuning in for this this podcast. Ofers. Over two versus the Mets with a rain out to start the second half. I think that's the end of talking Yanks. Listenership goes down, sponsorships go out the window. No one well listens. Done. So thanks, Chasen. Well so thank you, Chasen. Thank you. Chasen, I thank you. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about about game two that will not be covered in uh, awards? Um basically what I'm asking is are you giving Sonny your an award? Depends who goes first in awards, I think. Okay. Oh, Who shit. does go first? Because I think we've switched. I think I used to be the Sunday guy, but we just had a week off. Oh, shit. You kept track of it like that? Like that, Sunday that like, and not Sunday? That was Sunday? my mental trick. Yeah. I didn't even realize that every episode is a Sunday and not a Sunday. Wow. Yeah, dog. That's pretty cool, Jake. You're smart. But, no, I, but just, I, I use different mechanisms to think than other people do. But that's like when my my contact guy, I was like, it's hard to remember when two weeks is up, my eye doctor. And he was like, well, just take your contacts out the first of every month and the 15th of every month. And I was like, Jesus Christ, doc. You think I'm a genius? Yeah. This is when I was younger. I just got voted uh, most genius guy in the world on this podcast unanimously, two to nothing. But back then, I was like, doc, that's insane. That's cr- that's so smart of you. I'm just well, wasting time right now because that's- of – yeah, I was just I was gonna make a bad joke, but you just kept mumbling and stumbling over yourself for no reason. So now I don't can't even make the bad joke. Bumbling. Stumbling. I'll I'll say something about this game. <laughs> wow, you got nothing. I don't, thank God we won. How about how about this for all our Mets listeners? I think I think Conforto is gonna have a big, big second half. How about that? Oh wow. I Congrats wish I cared about other pe- teams and other players more. Maybe I should start forcing myself to. I just like I don't care about. Conforto one bit. Why are they so bad? They're so bad and they're such good pitching. Like, what? Yeah, man. That's, um... Uh, Brandon Nimmo's a piece dude, of shit. Wilmer? Okay. He's, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Hello. This is one of the things, like, okay, so Joey Batista's playing third base, which is kind of mind-bottling in itself. But, like, I think about how much we talked about Adam Lynn before the season. 
and how low-key he had a really good – he had a pretty decent year last year. I'm looking at Wilmer Flores as the Mets' first baseman in these games. Like, what? Where Did Adam Lind I, end up on a team? What's Adam Lind up to? Matt Den Decker goes 0 for 3 with 3 Ks while missing every fly ball in the outfield. Like If you're one of the Mets pitchers, I, you're probably going around trying to get hoof and mouth, mouth disease. Yeah. You ever had a hand, foot, and mouth disease? No, man. When you, so we were talking – we were taught we were FaceTiming when that news came out. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, but I didn't have too much of a reaction. I just kind of did a shoulder shrug, hoping you'd move on. Because yeah. I, I assumed it was a joke, and I assumed it was like a really bad joke. I was like, oh, Jimmy's Jimmy's doing his old uh his old his old foot and mouth routine. That old one, yeah. And then I got the ESPN notification and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Dude, thank God we're not talking Mets, man. I had a hockey teammate get um, a staff wound. A staff wound. We called him a staff wound. I guess what we called him. He's got staff wound. It was like serious. He was in the hospital, like really, really sick. You staff wounds like deadly, I think, if you get like, like don't treat it right away. Dude, that's a low-key thing for me. That kind of stuff freaks me out. Diseases? Like getting like, like a flesh-eating disease. Like, obviously, that freaks anyone out if they actually have it. But that's – like, if I cut something, I'm looking around like, oh, I just touched a carrot. Oh, that's it. It's done. That sucked to have your brain, huh? Yeah. All right, so I go first. That's what I just found out. You gave – So you're the Sunday guy now. I'm the Sunday guy now, yeah. Damn it, man. That was kind of all I had. So I'm going to take the obvious one and give pride to the Yankees. If you're a new listener, thank you very much for joining. The second stretch of this season is going to be fantastic. We are have a lot of fun stuff planned. Thank you for joining. And if you're a new listener, this is the awards segment of the show, which is brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. A-F-F-O-R-D-A-B-L-E Jerseys.com. That, yeah, you're done doing that. Yeah, they've requested I stop doing the jingle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Go to affordablejerseys.com. 90, I think it's like 93 or $96. It's not 99 It's less than 99 Yankee jerseys. No names on the back. Majestic. Ships from a place in Pennsylvania. Probably a warehouse. Usually they ship from a warehouse. Imagine if it was like, ships from a greenhouse in Pennsylvania. Why are they shipping them there? It's always a warehouse. All right. Uh, go there. Buy a jersey. Kind of weird. Yeah. What? like a weird silly app you're a weirdo what you're saying this has been a weird silly episode first time back and i'm drinking this beer that looks like a sprite and i don't drink anymore what is that that's our fake sponsor uh, okay and the fake sponsor for today's show is outside apa from flying fish brewing company who's got this ipa here the great outdoors are our playground nope not a fan of the outdoors i'm not a fan of the outdoors when it's storming out yeah. Do you know that about uh, me? Oh, dude, I love storms too. Yeah, we went. I got out. giddy when you started when you started Instagramming that storm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I like to go walk in those storms, just like get soaking wet. It's so windy and rainy, just like in the elements, it just feels so good. And I'm like, all right, yeah. Katie, I'm gonna go for a walk. She's like, why? She's like, let me. I'll I'll go with you because we always do things together because we're in love and shit. And I'm like, you don't like doing that, so you don't have to come. She's like, no, no, I'll come with you. I want to. I'll try. It. You like it? So she's walking in the storm, just like miserable because it's a storm. And I'm giddy. So she's like running. I'm like, no, like I just want to walk and enjoy this because I'm a weirdo. I like this. And then I was like, don't come with me next time. 
if you had to put a percentage of people that would enjoy like walking around during a good storm, wh- what would you put it at? Ten percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah ten. I was at ten. Yeah. Yeah. But you're you're with there. Like we always. Do yeah, I like, it's, it's crazy, man. You're you're watching Mother Nature. Like you you're basically like your hands are off. Yeah. Like yep. It's wild. That tree branch that might be coming from my face right now. Yeah. yeah. All right. My I go first. The first award we do is Pride of the Yankees, then Yankee Motherfucker, then two regular old awards. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. It's got to be a first. Chase and Shreve. Got to do it. I thought today, this game, the third game, if it played, something might happen that moved it down. A lot of people on Twitter saying, Chase and Shreve, got to be the pride, got to be the parade. You know what? He is. Right. Like, right. you're right. Sometimes when the, the listeners tell Jake and I, like, what award we have to give out, we're like, no, you know, run me. We're going to do my own awards. Oh, shit. This is Chase and Shreve's second time getting pride of the Yankees. You gave it to him in uh, the third series of the uh, season. I was kind of big on the chase and train for a while. Yeah, he's gotten he's gotten motherfucker one, two, three, four, four times. It you looks were, like. you should still be licking sand. You're a liar. You're a liar to the people. Sand on my tongue for for lying. Sand on your tongue. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I mean, we already talked about it. Chase and Shreve coming in there like one one pitch home run. They get the lead. You're chasing Shreve. You're bad. Oh my god, dude! I so I haven't even gone to the magnitude of that yet because I just like we just talked about. I just jumped to if the Yankees lost. I didn't think about how they lost. If Chase and Shreve gives up a homer, oh my god! Well, dude, remember the the I mean extra innings when Chase and Shreve threw one the pitch, one pitch, yeah, and we lost. Well, if he threw one pitch and it was a home run, they got the lead. That didn't go through your head, so you so you were less scared. You were you were driving in the car, so I guess you didn't have like the time to soak in the visuals. You were listening to Sterling, but yeah, man, yeah. Which so yeah, so I'm <laughs> so I'm following the game. I I'm I keep on watching watching through my phone, and then it's like it's time to go. They're bringing Chapman, so I'm like, all right, let's start driving home. So then it all starts going down, and I'm driving through the mountains. And I'm losing service at certain points. Literally, the first two-two chase and tree pitch uh, for after after the double play. So I'm like, I'm I'm looking like a mental person in my car, just like breathing with every pitch. And so literally, and Sterling, I told you this beforehand, which I wish I didn't now. But Sterling, so they get the double play, and Sterling, you know, he's in a wild spot right now because oh, yeah. he's seen a lot of baseball, but he, he knows what's going on. He knows how crazy this is. And so he goes, so there's, like, two outs. Like, the moods kind of change. Like, this might not be the nightmare situation for the Yankees. And so he's going through – he's doing the normal broadcaster rundown. Like, well, a hit still ties it up. The Mets could take the lead with something big. Uh, or the Yankees could get out of it. And then he goes – he, like, double takes on himself, and he's like – well, well, shoot, an error or something, and the Mets tie the game. <laughs> and it was like a, re- it was a realization like, if if the Yankees have somehow put themselves in the position that if now one little thing goes wrong, threat level midnight. So thank you, thank you, Chase and Treve and Michael Scott. And didn't think we'd be saying that. He's also I tweeted it out as soon as he came in. Chase and Shreve, batters versus him, forty at bats with the bases loaded. 0.86 batting average before that inning. Now a 0.83. Katie Sharp. So are, are you going to give him credit for that? 
dude, it's a very weird skill. Hey, dude, uh, any situation, I'm garbage. Those bases are chucked. I'm your baby. People, batters are just trying to do too much. Every batter's trying to hit a grand slam. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying that's a. There's a lot of numbers there for a guy that gives you know Monty his credit for getting out of getting on jams. Jason Shreve, 083, 44 at bats, bases chucked. Dude, he gets all the credit. I'm not joking. Like that was like that. Yeah. Actually, that for real puts goodwill. I thought Jason Shreve could not come back from where he was in my brain. Like, I hated him. He needs to get DFA'd. It seems silly because it's just one game, but that that very much puts goodwill in his stock in my head, which, I mean, it, so- it's trivial, but that's baseball. That's That was such a big moment. He's been such a piece of shit all season. He's engaged now, you know, just yeah, over the All Star break. Yeah, he's got like a very attractive fiance. And Hicks Hicks has a, a baby boy on the way. That was the other Expe- Yankee expecting fan father, like Severino. They can bond over that now. Um, yeah, so Chase and Shreve built up some goodwill. Like he is, his ditch is a little higher now. So what's my fi- what's my final exit line? I always say on Chase and Shreve. Um, weird nose. Bye. <laughs> little bit. He's got a funny face. That he's going to be in the um, league for like ten years as a loogie, even though he's not used. As I do. A I do say. I do say that. I'll get. I'll give you points for that. What I was going to say is, it's the company he keeps, man. Dude, his ERA is down to four point two five again. He's got more strikeouts than any. He's got more strikeouts than innings pitch. I'm telling you, man. I'm. I'm just. I'm just telling you. These are the facts. I. Th- I will. I, I. I'm not saying he's in my good graces, but that definitely erases some shit. In my head. So who's your yeah. who's your pride of the Yankees? Jason Shreve is mine. I mean, I was hoping to give it to Ch- Jason because he's <laughs> defended him, but a weird amount. But he, he can't be unanimous. No, no, no. Sometimes no. we allow those. You can't. No, no. Jason Shreve can never be unanimous. Pride of the Yankees. He'd have to hit a walk off home run. Yes. So once that happens, I'll wait on it. Which would have to be like the twenty second inning. It's fun dreaming up baseball scenarios. Um, dude, I'm, I guess I'm going to give it to Sonny. Oh my God. I can't believe you did this. You can't do that. You have to give it to a guy. You just gave an award to Chase and Shreve and you're telling me I can't. Yeah. There's a clear cut second. It's not Sonny. Come on. People get mad at us. We get mad at ourselves. Dude, I'm so, maybe you shouldn't have taken Chasen. What if, dude, think about this. It's pride of the Yankees. What if Sonny Gray threw a dud out there yesterday? Okay. Give it. Seriously. Seriously, think it would have been so bad. We, we've talked, we've talked about the chaos of Yankee Nation with the Herman situation. Herman and Sonny, that's been the huge topic. The Yankees have these two starters that aren't doing it, right? Yeah. Herman just got lit up. If Sonny got lit up in this game, can you imagine? No, he pitched well. So he pitched well. His final line didn't look as great. Um, Five and a third. Two earned runs, but D Rob let one of them in. Yeah, D Rob let one of them in, and that—that's why I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Senator, but just think of the magnitude of that. And I—I I know everyone. It, he's on everyone's shit list. Sonny Gray is seven and seven right now. He—I I don't want to say the monkey's off his back for pitching at Yankee Stadium because five point one. Two earned runs doesn't mean the monkey's off your back for pitching at Yankee Stadium against the freaking Mets. The freaking Mets. 
dude, they needed this start. They needed this start. Yeah, that's true. And hey, so you know, some people were on Herman. I remember people tweeting after Herman had that other good start that he could potentially be like our third best starter this year. And now look, look where he's. Herman at. is the perfect example of when people are like just in the wind with players. Because yes, people were like he could be our third starter in the playoffs, and then, and then he got sent down. Hey, credit to me and you. We were never sold on Herman through his good. We just flip flop every episode. No, it's, uh, it's we just something feels we, something feels not right about it. He's a wild horse. Jim. We surely flip flop on some players, but Herman we never did. No. So and so here's the thing, man. I mean, we're everyone's getting excited. It's it's July twenty second, man. The trade deadline's coming up. There's all that talk. I, I don't know if we're going to do a trade deadline. <laughs> I don't think we are this episode. Not, not tonight. Wanted that. Yeah. I mean, right now, we we clearly don't have a five. Right now, there's a ray of hope that Sonny Gray can somewhat turn things around and it can be a part of this rotation. I mean, so, you know, we, we call him Cash God and, and Cashman we trust and all that, that stuff. I don't know if there's two starters to get that we can put in this rotation above Sonny Gray. So we're trading Sonny Gray now though. Those are the latest rumors. We're trading him. I know I've heard those rumors and we've, we've talked about them and I, I do think there's some, there's a a chance. I know you, you laughed at first, but Sonny Gray has some value. That doesn't pass the, the trading Sonny Gray does not pass the, Hey, does that make sense? Test. Oh, trade away the position we're desperate need for and trade a player at his lowest value? Oh, does that make sense? No. So, I mean, that's all I'll say on that for now. Yeah, but it's also you have to punt in football sometimes, and I think that's where the other side of the argument would come from. But, hey, Sonny Gray's last two starts have been solid. He's 7-7. Seven and seven. If Sonny Gray had a good second half, where does he land? He's got, what, a 13-10 and 10 record, and he's got a 4-6 four, four, ERA, 4-5. I mean, still not great, but it's heading towards something. So I'm, he gets pride of the Yankees because if he pitched poorly yesterday, cheese and rice. All right, cool. We'll move on to Yankee motherfucker. You Yankee motherfucker. You Yankee motherfucker. Interested to see where you go with this. Well, I'm taking, I think, the obvious one, but it's very odd because I'm, I'm proud of him more than I'm upset with him. It's Aroldis Chapman. Ooh, see, I didn't think that was the obvious one. Well, here I think you're blind. I think you're blind to the. Well, you're gonna give it to Gary for two games, so I mean that's. You're gonna give it to Rodgers for one game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a different situation. Uh, Chapman, here's why I'm happy. We've been waiting. I've said it every time. I'm waiting (laughs) for this other shoe to drop. Like I'm waiting for this bad outing. It's gotta come. He's been too good all season. I think Aroldis Chapman was waiting too. It was he was getting anxiety. This bad this kind of look like this that. bad outing is gonna come. I'm not gonna be prepared for it. Um, you know what? I'm gonna grab bull by the horns here. I'm gonna get ahead of this. I'm just gonna walk four guys or walk infield single, hit by pitch, walk. It's like get ahead of it. Get it out of your system. So Aradis Chapman totally did that on purpose. Him and Shreve were warming up. It was a three-run game, and then the Yankees tacked on another run. So Shreve was like, ha, I get to pitch and not you. And then 
Boone said, nope, we're going to roll with Chapman. So Chapman was like, you motherfucker, I'll make you pitch. And I'll get my bad outing oh, out of the way. Okay. Make the other shoe drop. Get it all over with. So, yeah, he's the motherfucker because he put us into a really tight spot that would have been terrible. And it's probably the worst outing a pitcher could possibly have. Oh, my God. But hey, you're kind of a sneaky pride, man. Get it out of the way. Great. Good job. Good job, Chapman. So you're going Chapman is like Westworld style here where he's full puppeteer, he's getting his bad stretch out, and he's also making Chase and a hero in the storyline. That's what I said on my post-game recap. Like in Hoosier, okay. in Hoosiers, when Gene Hackman gets thrown out of the game on purpose, so Shooter has to coach, and he's not ready to coach. Right. He's got no confidence, but he throws him into the mix. Like, get your confidence up. You can do this. That's what Chapman did to Shreve. Ultimate teamwork play. Wow. That's heavy stuff, man. You didn't even think about it. You just thought Chapman couldn't locate. I was going to go... Know how there's normally like that kind of cool exchange where you see people be sincere for a little bit. Like if a starter puts a couple people on bases, on the bases he gets pulled. The reliever comes in. It's like the starter gave up a single to like the backup catcher or something, and he's pissed off and he let the leading run on base. Yeah. And then the reliever, you see the starting pitcher with that genuine like, let's fucking yeah, go, yeah. and then he gives the reliever some love. It's it's really nice. What was the Chapman Shreve exchange after the game? Chapman, I don't think shook hands. Like he didn't go. He, he was in a bad spot. Yeah, he just went into the dugout. Which a lot of pitchers, when they get pulled, they they just go into the clubhouse. That's normal. He hung out for the end, then just went in the clubhouse. Didn't go on the field. But I don't know. Maybe they exchanged words for the first time. Thank you. I think there's like just like big, both inflated their chest and just like. Uh, just a very soft head nod. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's... You, you suck, dude. Maybe but thank you. Maybe Chapman was like, about time I did it to you because so many times we've had four-run leads and you blow it and then I have to come in and get a one-out save. What if it was like happy little kid story like Chapman or like Chapman told Chasen to grip his fastball a little different. He's like, this will get you double plays, my friend. And then it happened. Yeah. I don't know. All right. That would have been nice. All right, who's your motherfucker? I'm giving it to Gary. Uh... <laughs> He, uh, dude, it just, so he went, what, he went 0 for, 0 for, 0 for 4 and 0 for 4? No, 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 that right? no, no, he had a hit in the first game. He went 1 for 8. Or he went 1 for 5, the, uh, the yeah. line drive in the snap sheet, scorebook. Dude, it, it's just, it sucks, and it, for what it is, it's just going to continue to be a storyline. And that's, that's the part that hurts more, and it's just, we we also had this exchange in our FaceTime earlier, man. He he had the pitch from Giselman. It, it was ninety miles per hour. It like floated up to the plate, like middle in. And you just in every Yankee fan saw Gary Sanchez hitting that ball into the seats. We're not losing to the Mets. Gary's bat. The Yankees are coming. And he just took it for a strike and it was like it, it felt like a punch in the gut. He also, like, he, also no. he also swung right through a fastball down the middle that was like just swung right through it. In the second game he did, the wind was blowing so strong that Romine set up in front of the pitcher's mound to catch a ball and it blew mm. it back into the like third row of the seats. Like the wind was that hard. And he, Gary did hit a ball 100 and something miles per hour with a long, launch angle that says it would have been a home run with no wind easily. So, I mean, it's an out in the scorebook. He, he he looked bad a lot of other at bats, so he is deserving yeah. of like blame and credit. And I'm not like I'm not I'm not 
throwing my bias too hard into this, but I, his season is going to look shitty. I would kind of compare it to um, Schwarber last year. When yeah, but baseball guys don't think that way, man. What do you mean? Baseball fans or Gary? Baseball players. They don't think what way? Like, I don't think Gary's just dropping his shoulders like, oh, this season's not. I think, I think Gary, when he came up to that bat, he's saying, I'm going to hit a home run. 100%. I'm going to I'm, I'm go full nut job. I'm going to end up the season with uh, 250, 350 OBP and 35 home runs. No, I completely understand with you. I was saying it more as his numbers are going to be bad at the end of the season. And I think baseball fans, and there's the Gary haters who I don't even know if they listen to the show because if you do, please don't. Um, I, they will never, they're just going to yell. Like people aren't, but his end of the year numbers will not look good. So us as fans have to be like, fuck, that's super disappointing. On the whole, his stats are going to look bad. Like Gary had a bad year when five years from now when we go, what happened in 2018? So let's just hope he finishes strong again, finds his swing at some point. But I mean, if, you, if you're waiting for Gary's numbers to be good at the end of the year, that ain't, that, I don't think that's happening because he's already dug himself way too deep. Hopefully right, his production I'm saying, numbers. I'm saying, I'm saying that's part of the problem. Like Gary Sanchez isn't thinking that. Gary Sanchez thinks he's going to hit 375 this second half with a bunch of homers and the numbers are going to look okay. And you just see him. He's, I, I'm, I'm not saying like he's actually broken, but you saw him like he just emo- emotionally he's waiting for that one moment. And so is Yankees Nation. And you, it's literally like you can see it in his eyes. Like he could have a game where he slaps three doubles right now. But right now, it's almost become like a reverse Yankee moment, like a Yankee slump buster reverse. And you just see him trying for that, and that's not how baseball works. So, so yeah, I think in, in Gary's head, if I would, could just do some psychoanalyzing, I think sure. when he was hurt, he in his head probably said, okay, just come out strong, make up for it, fresh start, uh, that doesn't matter anymore. Like I'm gonna start, I'm gonna come out strong, and then these two games happen, and now now it's a real tug of war in his brain where he's like, "Fuck! I thought I was gonna start off strong again," which is what you're saying. I was speaking exactly. more. I know that's what Gary's thinking, um, but the fans like just right. hey, hope he's productive from here on out. Uh, but it was the built. He hit the, he hit the home runs in the minor leagues games. He's coming back. He's Gary. The moment he can there. very well have like two great games. I mean, it was only. Two, there was only nine at bats back. Yeah, and we would have given him pride of the Yankees and say Gary's back and he's going to go nut job and his final numbers are going to look pretty good. Yeah, you can give him seriously. You can give him Yankee motherfucker, but it's gone. It's given. But I'm saying this doesn't mean he's a bust for the rest of the year. He's fine. Let him just swing. No, but I'm I'm saying in a I I think he's up there on mfers that would deserve it from this series, but. Um, it's, it's just going to be a story. It's going to be a storyline until that moment really happens. I don't know if it's a walk off hit or if it's just a, a two home run game or something like that, but it's going to be a story until it's not. No. Yeah. Because a lot of the half of the fan base is predisposed to hate him for no reason. Yeah. A lot of them forget. They don't count. A lot of them think like the, a lot of people <laughs> are like, this is the real Gary. Where no, 2016, 2017 is the real Gary. This is a weird blip, and let's let's Dude, get it past he's, it. He's out of shape. He doesn't try. You know what's funny? Because like he's, he's not out of he's not out of shape. No, he's in pretty good shape. He's in pretty good shape. Like if you see him without the jersey on, he's kind of like fucking stocky and big and not fat. When we saw him right. take batting practice in Oakland, 
with like a t-shirt on. He's like, but yeah, he's fat and he's lazy, which is, I don't know. It's, I just find it really hard to call a guy lazy who got signed at 16 and then made the pros at 24 and did what he did at ages 24 and 25. Like hard to call that guy lazy. I think that's the laziest thing you can do is call that guy lazy. Yeah, well, he's out of shape and he's lazy, so. He was just, you know, born that talented, woke out of bed, got signed at 16, made the pros at 24. No hard work, nothing. All right. See, I had all, I had all the hard work. No talent. No talent, no hard work either. You definitely need some talent because I What are you? Regular old award, you ready? Regular old award. Well, I had one planned out, but now I have to audible and I have to give the uh, Sorry About My Friend Jake award. Nice. Good award. And that goes to... Aaron Judge. Who? Aaron Judge. He had six hits in nine at-bats, two runs, a home run, and three hits in each game, and just, like, clobbering the ball. Every at-bat, he's just hitting it hard. He looks primed, locked in, ready to go on a second-half tear. Um, I mean, he's been consistent all season, but if we can get like a month tear out of him, even three weeks, imagine what his stats are going to look like after that. Cause he's just been steady, consistent. His stats look great, but if he gets a month tear and then goes back to being steady, consistent, Oh my God. So, uh, he, he should have been the second part of the Yankees. Jake fucked up. No, no, no. I'm I, just speaking I, about my opinion, man. Well, the, and I'm telling everyone it's wrong. So don't listen to it. Well, come on. And that's my opinion. So. But I got smartest man in the room, so if so facto, you're wrong. Doodle vote. Judge looks great. Uh-huh. Not much you can even say. Like he's awesome. He's awesome to root for. Go judge. Go. What's your award? Yeah, there there was the <laughs> there was the good stat going around that like after the All Star break last year he didn't get his sixth hit till his like forty fourth at bat or something like Which that. Which is a nuts stat because he hit a home run versus Boston in that same series that uh, Holiday hit it off Kimbrel, but Mookie Betts robbed him in the triangle at Fenway. Yeah. So, like, yeah. stats, you know? It's baseball, Susan. How about the uh, I'm, I'm a Bad Man Award? Ooh. I think there's two people that could be getting this from you. Um, I think it's Anduhar. It is Anduhar. Nice. All right. Totally. Next segment. Two hits no, and three um, hits. <laughs> two hits and three hits the violent bat man the uh <laughs> dude just double city it's kind of insane the doubles he's putting up a little bit and i you i i openly admit i i flip-flop on anduhar at times you know the sidearm throw gets me um a little bit of the fielding some of the like when you when you look at the opp of what the opp is and not what he's doing in his at bats because it's not like he's chasing and making it look really ugly but dude there was something so powerful and so in the in the the yankee the game the yankees won the mets come back they make it four to three right anduhar ropes a double the next inning and that's like that baseball punch counter punch like the mets start getting that feeling that they're coming back and they're like oh shoot if we win this game like yankee stadium might burn down and the yankees come out the next inning anduhar slaps a double and I think Birdie scored him the next at bat, so it went from four to three to five to three, and that's huge. That was, they did that that's twice. A, Andrew double Bird RBI, nice little and combo. And that's that's just a that's a huge a huge punch in slowing down the opposing team and thinking what 
<laughs> Sorry, you threw me off a little bit. Jimmy, Jimmy was bopping around. But no, it's it's and the double aspect of it just makes it so much more impactful. Like if the leadoff hitter on an inning gets on, you kind of do one of those things like, all right, let's turn two, we'll be out of this inning. Or you get a strikeout and you know you're a ground ball away from being out of the inning. A leadoff double, you're thinking runs. So that's that just shows if, if you're looking for new advanced stats and the OPS and what's going on, um, or if you're just looking at Andujar's batting average and OBP, know that there's there there are actual baseball reasons that that stuff's more valuable. And uh, see, seeing that opened my eyes a little bit more. I mean, he he scored three runs in the the seven six win. So that's um so I'm I'm giving it to do. He's uh, it's kind of funny, man, because I I've, I've talked about him. How like, oh, you know, we could throw Drury in, and I think Drury would be pretty good. Dude, this guy's a really young third baseman that's going to end up with really good numbers at the end of this year. And right now, he's just a bonus piece in this cog, which at the end of the day is pretty cool. So Nice. All right, <clears throat> my last award. This is a weird, weird award, but I was looking at the numbers. I was watching the games, and it was kind of a weird feeling I had, so I'm just turning it into a weird, uh, tur- turning it into oh. an award to talk about it with you. So this is the uh, Lost Your Luster Award. Ooh. Intrigued? The, the Lost Your Luster. Yeah, man. Any guesses? Can I? Is it a pitcher or a hitter? Can't tell you that. Okay. The Lost Your Luster Award. I'm going to... I think it's a pitcher. And I'm going... Yeah, Jonathan Holder. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's Brandon Drury. Okay. So Drury plays second. He made a nice jumping, reaching grab at second, like a nice play. He yeah. got a nice uh, gap double. Maybe it was a single. Did the, the Shreve double play ball that we've been raving about. That was like easy. The jumping play was nice, yeah, but, but still a nice play. Himself, yeah. There was a time at the beginning of the season where we were on this podcast. He looks like a pro. He's fun to watch. Blah, blah, blah. Then it was like, oh, okay, he's blind. Like Then there was a time he was in the minors. and like, we need Drury up. We need Drury up. We need Drury up. And I still think he should be on the team. But I don't know. He just doesn't like, okay. He, those two things happened to me, and I wasn't extra excited about them. I wasn't like, oh, good. Like, Drury's doing stuff. It was just kind of like, man, like a lot has gone on in his timeline where he's just now like a, a he's just there. You're not excited about it because it almost leads to more problems. <laughs> it's like, okay, what do we do? Oh, Brandon Drury's playing good baseball again? Okay. And I guess Wade came up and, like, Wade was so exciting because he was actually playing good. He's fast. He's, like, yeah. doing different things. And I don't know, man. Lots of my luster on Drury. I still think – I mean, I still want him to do good because I want Neil off the team. And I want right. Drury and Wade and Romine as the bench. Or if Clint's concussed, then Drury, Wade, Romine. If Clint's around, then Drury, Clint, Romine think should be a good bench but i don't know man i was psyched for brandon yeah. at one point and now i'm just like okay cool i see what you're saying and i'm uh despite me being jacob flake sometimes i'm working on my my all-star manifesto which i missed the all-star game but i'm, I'm hoping to have it done for tomorrow but i was reading my preseason yankees manifesto and it was funny because i in my head i dubbed neil walker the starting second baseman and I dubbed Brandon Drury the starting third baseman. And they were. Like the, like the Neil Walker stuff I was a little more hesitant on because I knew Wade was going to get some at-bats. 
and I, I, I knew Glaber was around, but I didn't know what he was. But I was like, oh, man, Brandon Drury is really putting a dagger into everyone. Like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll see you when we see you, Andujar. Um, you know, Brandon Drury, is he, is he capable of being a 280 hitter and 25 home runs and locking down third base? And, uh, yeah, like, like you just said, where we're at now, <laughs> Yankee fans are almost don't care if Drury's on the big league team or not. Like, I want him to be, but I'm just – it's just not what it was at one point. So same question. I mean, do you think do you think Drury's on the trading block? Because well, they offered him your anti Sonny Gray argument is that his his value is I wouldn't say a lot lower than when he came in, but it's not high. He's not. He, he was offered for Machado, is what the reports are. It's as high as yeah. the Yankees would go. <laughs> but bet a lot of dudes were offered for Machado. Well, that was the headliner. Like that's who the Yankees right. were willing to headline the piece with. So maybe I don't know. Yeah. All right. Who was your last award? What was your first? What was your What was your first award? My first award is something like that's a bad man, or that's a bad dude, something like that. Oh yeah. Bad dude would probably make more sense because. No, you said that's a bad man. Are. Locked in. That's a bad man. What's your last award? Who am I gonna give it to? I kind of want to do someone that'll just piss you off because we're just we're just hostile right now. That's oh, how yeah. it feels. Yeah. 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 Um. Bird, Bird, had the, a, Bird had a nice uh, series. Yeah, and I, I think I'm going to give it to him. I'm, I'm debating debating how I want to give the award. Let's give the uh, – Come on. Good, good, good to be back from the All-Star break award. Wow. Really, really, really thought up something good with all that time. And John Boy sucks. Um, and it's going to Greg Bird. It's going to Greg Bird. Uh, he had, what, three hits, three RBIs. The counting stats are slowly starting. I mean, again, he missed a lot of action, but for the games he's played, I mean, Greg Bird's batting average, 223, OBP, 324. He just looks so confident at bats. He's he's driving in some runs. Um, you mentioned the little Andujar connection. With with Bird and Andujar, when those guys are producing from, like, the six and seven holes, that's tough, man. Want to those... know Bird's stats last 18 games? What would Greg Bird and Andujar be bat- batting in the Mets lineup? Three and four? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four and five, maybe. Uh, give me, give me, give me some Greg Bird stats. His give, stats: give the last eighteen games, two seventy four batting average, three sixty five sure. on base percentage, nine twenty nine yep. OPS, five home uh-huh. runs, eighteen RBIs. Dig it. So yeah, he's looking good right now, which is just like, hey man. And everyone, maybe have some patience. Have you seen your angry neighbor that hated uh, Greg Bird for a little bit there? Well, he's in like uh, the house we rent out, so no. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you uh, extent or yeah, those are those are the stats from uh, the last twenty-eight day stats, which are the same stats you just gave. So yeah, Greg Greg Bird has been doing low-key well lately. Um, do you want to see him move up in the lineup? That's a question people probably are are saying a lot. Oh, I'm so disinterested in the lineup. Like I haven't been checking. I, I haven't. I, I just remember that. I haven't been checking the starting lineup and thinking about and, and thinking about like, oh, where did Boone put people? What's he got in a couple games now? Because I go on Periscope and I'm like, who's up next? And people are like, you don't know the lineup? And I'm like, oh no, not really. <laughs> it's here's. I'll I'll feed the beast more than you just <laughs> buried the beast. It would be cool if Judge Greg Bird. And Stanton, in that order, were going well at the right time. 
I know that's like anti-hot take in your head, but that's that's a thing on Twitter. And dude, if those guys were right, that would be <laughs> that'd be tough. Yep. I like how he changes the lineup a lot. Like I like Bert Didi goes. I like how he's a little fluid with it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they hit that that hot streak like they did earlier in the year when they won like 17 of 18 or 18 of 19. If he finds magic and just keeps rolling the dice with that for a little bit, or if he's just this this is Boone, you know, Neil Walker's going to get a start here. Do you think Glaber hey, goes? Do you, go, do you think Glaber's going to go back to the nine hole? Oh, uh, some games, yeah. Good answer. Judge, judge, I, I, judge we, got. We, we've seen we've we've seen Boone value the nine hole. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's the end of this show. You know what we have to do, Jake? We have to pick the winners for the. Um, yeah. You get to pick three winners. I get to pick three winners for the reviews. Maybe we will do that like tomorrow, and it won't be an episode, but it'll be on the podcast, and we'll just say award winners because we're running out of time now. We're we ran late because we were excited to talk to each other for the first time in a while. Yeah. Um, so we can't add it here. So we're going to do snake draft. You pick three winners. I pick three winners for the reviews and they'll win. Six people will win a t-shirt. We'll make that its own thing tomorrow. Maybe. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Anything else? This was our, this was our, uh, first game after the all-star break. We, we had to kick it into gear a little bit. How do you think it was? We were giddy for a little bit. I think it was a good app. I'd give us, I'd give us, I think six stars. The hardcores are going to love it because I think you and me were, were, were going for a little bit. The, if this was your first podcast and you were looking for pure Yanks talk, ooh, tough. I don't know if a position player was pitching for the Brewers, but the highlights are on right now, and he hit a batter with a 48-mile-per-hour pitch. Yeah. That's awesome. I came over as a – dude, I, it might have been Kratzy. I nah, saw Kratzy nah, was throwing up a ball. It's uh, Perez. Oh, okay. But yeah, ML, MLB app sent that as a notification, so everyone's probably being like, "Now, hey, now the now out. the Kratzy highlights are up. We've got the biggest fucking dip in Mennonite Masher throwing knuckleball is pretty awesome." All right, your Jake's going to be out here July thirty first. We're going to be hanging around Yankee Stadium all day, and then going in for the game. We still have to get our tickets, but um, yeah, we're look we're excited to meet people. Uh, so if you want to meet up with us. Before the game, during the game, whenever, July 31st, we will be at the game versus the Orioles. Also, trade deadline day, so we might be running around with all our podcast gear because we have to do an impromptu episode. Love that. Love that. Thank you very much for listening. And, um, oh, my grandma. Oh, dude, my grandma. I had to help her off the couch today because her leg was hurting her a lot. Might have just fallen mm. asleep, but or may not. Then I, then she, she made upstairs. Okay. But she said she was, I said, do you need anything? She said, no, I think I'm just going to sleep it off. So she's just hoping she wakes up with a, a, a healthy leg. Uh, so everyone keep your grandma's leg in my thoughts, left leg around the, or above the knee. Keep my grandma's leg in your thoughts. Please. You said your grandma's legs and my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be thinking about your grandma's legs. Which is pretty nice. I'll be thinking about your grandma's crazy. legs as long as you're thinking about my grandma's left leg a little above the, the knee. She's sore. She's going to be embarrassed I talked about this on the show. Nice. But go Yankees, go Yankees, go Yankees, go Yankees. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>